0: Do you really want to get back at someone in a whole new way? Just get a hooker to spit her herpes germs into a cup and let your victim's dog drink the cup. Give it a week and enjoy the red blistery show the next time you see them. You're welcome. Hello and welcome to a show that once tried to start a senior citizen fight club. Break a leg, Grandma! Here on the Peterpod Network!
1: People who don't know who I am show at my special.
0: That's bullshit. Part of me really believes that, the other part is I just like pissing off people with kids. You know? I'll tell
1: you what. If you've seen him before, you don't to want to see him again. Sending this passion statement says I'm having a good fucking time.
0: <laughs> Hello everybody and welcome back to episode 24 of the Peter Pod Network. We are coming to you from the four-wall studio here in lovely, well, shithole New Hampshire. This week, boys and girls, do we have a show for you. Think of it like laying around on a nice sunny day by the pool, except the sun has given you third-degree burns in your special places, and the pool is filled with salt. That's right. This should be like a day at the new Disneyland they built in Chicago. Come for the rides, and stay for the drive-by shooting. Ah, Chicago, where you may even get to see a murder. Remember to hit the subscribe button for those of you listening and watching on YouTube. Follow us on all the major socials like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and more. And for the militant podcast community out there, you can find us on Amazon Music, Samsung Podcasts, Spotify, and Podcast Index. Remember folks, the only show out there that teaches you how to use your ex-girlfriend's dog to give her herpes is the Peter Pod Network. Let us know how we're doing, what you liked and what you didn't, at thepeterpodnetwork at gmail.com, remember the T-H-E. We're always looking for you to suggest something new, and I should pause right there, actually. Just a note, asking for pictures of beautifully big-breasted Gretchen's tits is not new. Also check out the archives and find full episodes of the Peter Pod Network, plus songs and bits you didn't get to hear on the show at peterpodnetwork.com. So as I said earlier, tonight's show should be a hell of a ride as we bring you New Hampshire's latest news that you actually may want to hear, rather than that depressing and politically charged bullshit we're subjected to on a daily basis on that other news program that honestly has been holding Fritz Weatherby hostage for the last 200 years. That's right, I said it. How many more years can you force poor Fritz Weatherby to report on basket weaving in early New Hampshire history? I want to see the episode of Chronicle where Fritz takes a trip to Hampton and ends up in the 10 strip club for a couple lap dances. Now that's good television. Also, we have a new interview with the hashtag legend to bring to you later on in the show in our Let's Do segment where he describes his latest misadventures with the police as only the legend can. I swear to God, there will be a Peter Pod Network special report one day where we have to tell the tale of how he finally landed himself in jail. So make sure to stay tuned for that little nugget of excessive insanity. And I'd like to give a special thank you to Rebecca who wrote into the show during the week while I enjoyed the kind words, I'll have to pass on the sight-unseen sexual offer. Much like yourself, syphilis is also an unseen danger that I would like to avoid. With all that out of the way, why don't we start the show? And how do we do that? That's right. Who's ready for a rant? Well, here it comes. Right after this.
1: We're having. Time on your Facebook post. I wrote out a good line while I was being a troll. We had good times and bad times. We'll never forget. We found soft core and hard horn free on the well. I said, I've got a little We know that we'll have a good time until the end. We know that we'll get caught by our closest friends. We said, I've got a little addiction to the incident. Watching faces of death. And if you never seen it now, I tell you, you gotta check out that shit. We had good times and bad times, I'll we'll never forget. We found soft and hard point free on the web. But said, I've got a little addiction. We know that we'll have a good time until the end. We know that we'll get caught by our closest friends. We said, I've got a little addiction to the internet.
0: Hey, everybody, welcome to episode 24's edition of The Rant. And what are we ranting about this week? Well, I have to tell you that this one has been brewing for a couple weeks now. Last week, we talked on and on about some of the most fucked up shit we find along the way while we research you subjects out there. And I have to say, I have actually seen what makes you people cheer. And what the fuck is wrong with all of you? The TikTok challenges alone make me wonder if your baby bottles were full of lead-based paint. I know the Peter Pod Network is being a little hypocritical and throwing judgment out at anyone with the juvenile antics we pull off week after week, but in the six-month history of this program, I don't remember challenging anyone to shoot Orbeez out of a gun, recreating a drive-by shooting. Considering how many people would shoot back at you as soon as you pointed the gun at them, I'm thinking it may be best if those people weren't allowed internet access ever again. I mean, come on, the Tide Pod Challenge was actually safer. You may go blind from it and have to shit in a bag for the rest of your life, but at least it doesn't involve return fire. But with all seriousness, folks, some of the shit we come across, well, you know, researching you, researching the stories you want us to check out, have led to some very eye-opening and very dick-shriveling images that we have come across that really... Once again, what the fuck is wrong with you people? Now, I don't really give a shit if your little kid won an award. Why you're putting pictures of your kid up on the internet is beyond me anyways. I mean, come on. Don't bitch about how everybody knows about what's going on in your life when you're the one fucking telling them. That's just first. But second is also, I don't give a shit if your cat died. Just because you're fat ass sat on it doesn't mean I have to mourn it. And again, I don't fucking give a shit if your grandma died bitch needed to learn how to hold her liquor. I think Mike Tyson has put it best. You people are getting way too fucking comfortable saying whatever the fuck you want without fear of getting punched in the face. I mean, come on. You have all posted some of the most idiotic shit I have ever seen. I don't care about your day-to-day self-improvement paragraph fucking long quotes of inspiration. If you need Facebook to lift you up during the day... You need to get better friends, and seriously, after seeing that many broken vaginas on all of social network, you need a lot more than just fucking friends. Therapy for one, and a special needs assessment for two. I don't think it's any surprise nowadays that the internet is probably not where you should be going to lift your spirits. Hopeful awakening does not happen from memes, and if it does... See again about that whole getting checked for special needs assessment. Come on, folks. I see every day now when we're doing research, people reaching out to each other, hoping to make some kind of connection with somebody they've never met, all in the hopes that they will fall in love. Well, guess what, folks? If you're falling in love with people you've never met before over the internet, just assume that Darla from Kentucky is really Wayne from Canada. That's right. You're probably talking to a dude if you think you're talking to a chick, and if you think you're talking to a dude, well, that guy's probably got plans to tie you up and do something you don't want. This world has spent centuries learning the fine art of personal interaction, and yet we've resorted to this machine that we also use to masturbate to lead us to love. Think about that, folks. You're relying on your masturbation machine to help you go out and discover the greatest love of your life. And I've gotta tell you folks, you've got a better chance of being stood up at Arby's. While internet dating does seem fun, it also seems like a good place to get caught up in some human trafficking. Though I do have to say, some of you are enjoying the uh, dating life on the internet a little too much. Like Shane, age 35, who seeks hostile woman for unfulfilling sex, future divorce, and codependency. Looking for a whiny, crazy lady with misplaced sense of entitlement and lots of expectations. Bonus points if you just finished dating every guy in town, but now want to take it slow with me. I'll be happy to be an unsatisfying fling, but prefer a long-term, soul-crushing descent into booze and pills. Good for you, Shane. Keeping it realistic. And I'm also going to add to this story tonight. Why the fuck are you asking advice from the internet? Like this girl, who writes... I just wanted some opinions on what to do. I'm really worried. I am wanting another baby, but I had my placenta taken out when my daughter was born. Does this mean I can't have any more children, or do I need a placenta transplant? Honey, what you need is to go back to your high school and ask for a fucking apology. And of course, to return your diploma. And while this wasn't on a dating site, I do think you should all hear this one. This is from Draco, age 22, living in San Antonio. Read before matching. I own multiple women and am currently accepting new girls. I'm a Christian man who doesn't believe in orgies, feet, or any of those demonic things. In order to be accepted as one of my soldiers, you must renounce your faith and allow yourself to be baptized into Christianity by me. And with that post, I would now like the names and numbers of all of you idiots who wrote into that fool because you now need to be kept away from schools. And I have to say, folks, Maybe posting your every thought on the internet is not the wisest decision. Like another Rebecca who wrote, Hello, how are you doing? My name is Rebecca. I am a shemale. I'm looking for non-judgmental friends to accept me for who I am. Which, on the surface, not so bad. But let me continue. I have a dark desire and people judge me for it. I want to be cut up, cooked and eaten by cannibals. However, if I can't have that... And I want to be ripped apart and eaten alive by a big, beautiful, magnificent bear, or big ferocious dogs, or sharks. Hell, at this point, I would settle for letting crocodiles or alligators eat me alive. I just want to be ripped apart and eaten, ASAP. Anyways, I hope we can be friends, because you seem awesome. I am now afraid of you, and for you, Rebecca. And I am terrified for the person you sent that to. But because it does involve you leaving the face of this earth and never bothering the rest of us again, we wish you all the luck in your future endeavors. And before we wrap up this episode's edition of The Rant, I did want to add in this little nugget we came across on the internet while researching another story. When Minnesota police responded to noise complaints after 58-year-old Dwayne Johnson, not that guy, a different one, threw a meth-fueled death party for his ailing wife, they found her corpse wrapped in the sheet at the top of the stairs, surrounded by 47 guns. Deborah Lynn Johnson's final wishes included rocking out to Quiet Riot's Metal Health, smoking meth, and having sex with her 58-year-old husband, Dwayne. That's right, folks. He fucked a corpse. And aren't we all going to sleep a little bit better knowing that shit may or may not be going on? And that is episode 24's edition of The Rant.
1: What can you hear about this fucked up town, only on the news? He- Some crackhead run out to traffic. Find out on the news. Crack is a hell of a drug. Heard it on the news. Where's my beat? Yeah. Building came in. Find an alien. Find out on the news. Is he, coming for me? Is your mother really your brother? Find out on the news. Mom, you got a lot of explaining to do.
0: Was your principal
1: really a heroin dealer? Find out on the news.
0: Welcome to episode 24's edition of The News. Alright folks, so this week for The News, we, uh, we were going to give you a bunch of stories from around New Hampshire, but really the only thing that stood out to us was this year's Sky Show. That's right, Recycled Percussion, Gary Hoey, and others performed for you, and then of course we had the Massive fireworks Show, which I have to say, watching that couple smoke crack along the riverside while watching the giant scene in the sky was quite lovely for all of us. But I think for all the small children that were dancing around at their feet, I think what they would have enjoyed more would be Child Protective Services. So as we made our way around Elm Street, Canal Street, and Commercial Street in lovely Manchester, New Hampshire last night, we did come across the local wildlife as I like to call them, AKA the citizens of Southern New Hampshire. And we thought there's no better news program than the one that brings you actual moments that we experienced while attending. And I think our night, as well as this story, would be very well underserved, unlike the gentleman I'm about to explain, when I tell you about the first thing that happened last night. So as we crossed over Elm Street with Gretchen, who goddamn that girl is a hell of a supporter. I don't know if any of you saw her out there wearing the Peter Pod Network shirt, but I gotta tell you the advertising was amazing. Those are some massive fucking tits. But back to the story. As we're making our way across Elm Street, we did come across one gentleman who, in the worst Irish accent I think I've ever heard, happened to tell us, without us prompting, I may be a wee bit drunk. To which we replied, yeah, we can see that, get the fuck away. Followed by him repeatedly saying, I don't know what I'm doing. Why did I do that? I don't know what I'm doing. To which we replied, honey, move faster. Just, just keep going the other way. Just keep going. And while that was an amazing way to start the night, I mean, what's better than having a drunk poobah just approach you with nonsense and then you have to figure out what step is next to make in order to make sure you don't get stabbed? Thank you again, Manchester. But as we noticed as we were making our way around Elm Street before the show, a lot of you went out and got some really fucking strong drinks before you made your way down to the fireworks show, which makes me wonder, is Arms Park now just a big puddle of puke? And judging from a few that we had to jump over, the answer is yes. But as most of you hopefully already know, as you were down at the park enjoying the ambiance, the fireworks, the pig pockets, the drugs, the pass out homeless people who for some reason grab out at your shoes and expect you to give them money, and of course, the drunken rabble that can barely pick themselves up off the sidewalk. Once again, shout out to the bachelorette party that gave a twerking seminar on the corner of Amherst and Elm. And while I do suspect that a lot of you want me to tell you about the fireworks and our experience in the park, I have to tell you, whatever the fuck his name was that approached me in the bathroom of Margaritas on Elm Street is a much better story. Now, I didn't catch his name because mostly he scared the fuck out of me, but let's call him Andy. Now, Andy approached me in the bathroom by walking in and just drunkenly yelling out, how's everybody doing tonight? To which everybody just kind of laughed and turned away. Seriously, folks, if I'm taking a piss, I'm not looking for a conversation. It's hard enough to avoid my kids when they try to talk to me through the bathroom door. I am sure as shit not going to be communicating with some drunk-ass pooba who can barely piss in the sink. Which I am sure the gentleman who was washing his hands in that sink before your tiny micro dick fell into it is appreciative. And as I ran from that bathroom back to the bar to the safety of the beautifully big-breasted Gretchen's tits, I also found him follow me to the bar, at which point he found another couple sitting next to us that he felt the need to entertain. And how did he entertain them, you ask? Well, I suppose you could say he started his little show by first vomiting on the bar, and all around it, and then hitting on the girl, which I'm sure her boyfriend, judging by the awkward look in his face, had no fucking clue what to do with. That's right, girls. You expect us to defend you in any situation, but when that situation is throwing up violently and can barely stand on his skateboard, that's right, in the bar, well, even we sometimes are put at a loss for words. And further on in our night, as we made our way back onto Elm Street from Margaritas and wandered around the, I guess, central part of Manchester, Gretchen and I did find our fair share of entertainment. Like the motorcycle group that made its way up and down Elm Street in the parking garages and then finally was pulling wheelies down Amherst Street in front of the courthouse building, not only sending sparks flying but also not realizing that the back of his bike was now on fire. And I have to say to that gentleman, after immediately pulling off the fire, pulling into a parking spot six feet away while your bike is still burning is probably not the best way to stay inconspicuous to the police. It was a nice thought, for a five-year-old and frankly folks since we didn't really bother wandering around the arms park area because that was a mile and a half long fucking line the peter Pod network that's peter gretchen and will in the back decided to wander around the well let's face it completely unsafe elm street area of manchester new hampshire avoiding the bums the drug dealers the drunks and of course you all out there listening today so with that, we do want to say thank you for listening to episode 24's edition of The News.
1: My little sister got herself a boyfriend, and he got a pregnant at 14. He said he would do the right thing and sit around, but where is he? And we go, oh, man, he's a little runaway. Oh, Uncle got in the pickup and got his shotgun ready. He's gonna go out and find him and drag him to the wedding. And we go, Oh, man, thought he'd run away. Oh, man, thought he'd run away. Some people say he's better off dead than to be my brother in law. Because of the things that I'm doing him, if he ever does anything wrong, I say, No, don't you try to run away. Oh, don't you try to run away. Now she's 16, mother of three, and the bastard seems to hang on. Because he's afraid of all of the pain my family will put on him. They go, Oh, don't you try to run away. Whoa, don't you try to run away? Whoa, he's a little runaway. Whoa. The last 16 years she said, whoa!
0: hey folks welcome back to episode 24's edition of let's do and this week we brought back the legend that's right we came across him in our daily travels and well there was one question immediately that i had and so you gotta tell me about the story you told me about
2: earlier today what is the golf cart versus truck story the golf cart versus truck story is my cousin who lives down in hyannis ends up drinking one night he takes out a golf cart. He ends up leaving drunk. It Hits hits an SUV head-on in the front. Damages the SUV so the fan don't work in it. So they couldn't chase him. Took off on the gol- golf cart. The cops showed up. He got away. He skipped the DWI. Brought the golf cart back over to where he, where he got it from, which is where he lives. And told the people, you didn't see me park this golf cart. And ended up getting away with the whole DWI charge.
0: That's right, folks. Here on the Peter Pod Network, we help you avoid DWI. Not by making you drink less and not drive but by telling you how to get away with it. Well, let's not gloss over one key important fact in that one. A golf cart stopped a fucking truck?
2: Prevented it from moving, couldn't chase him down. A full-size SUV. I gotta get me one of those.
0: Now, a lot of you might remember from previous conversations that we've had with the hashtag legend that he was going on a special bike trip from Massachusetts up to the beach, and, well, we wanted to know
2: how'd it go. We started off at the Highline Cinemas down in Danvers. Ended up taking all the way up the coast, uh, and we ended up with the Mass State Air Wing following us up there, Uh, spotlights and all. uh, The SWAT truck ended up showing up up at Salisbury Beach because we went to tens. That's where we ended up with about 1,500 bikes pulled up in there. And uh, yeah, it was one hell of a ride. There was all kinds of shit went on that ride. That was one that'll get out in the books forever.
0: That's right, folks. We had the police, the police helicopters, the SWAT teams, and God knows what else. But at least we did learn everybody is safe and no one was arrested.
2: Nah, there was too many people there that to, for them to know who was doing what. There was, wasn't nearly enough cops to control the crowd. Make note, kids. You can get away with just about anything if you bring enough people. Um, But uh, there was a few uh, people that broke down, like, uh, pop tires back in Danvers and ended up riding the, the whole ride up on the rims, sparking and everything else the whole ride up, a good hour and a half ride. Yes, that's what we all like. Fireworks on the highway jesus uh but no we made it up there and uh we had a blast man
0: so i'm sure all of you remember that we had a question for the legend in the very first time that we talked with him and that was so does anybody fuck with you when you're doing all this shit in the highway and i figure with sparking fucking rims something must have happened
2: absolutely not man we had one car in the ride up there that got stuck in the middle of about 1500 bikes in the dead center and uh yeah it was probably like a middle-aged 25 30 year old couple and uh we just they got stuck right in the middle of they pulled out when there was a break in the, in the in the pack, and uh yeah they were, they were, when I drove by them, they were really shit in their pants, man. They didn't know what the fuck was going on because uh we just come around them and they ended up just having to stop and pull over, but yeah, most people just pull up and say, "You guys are fucking nuts, man. That's about it, as with nothing else they can really do there's too many people, you know,
0: God damn, I gotta get me a bike." So with that said, we figured we'd give you all a fair fucking warning coming up because apparently the legend ain't done
2: yet. Yeah, the next one's going to be September 10th. It's going to be from Rochester all the way up to Kangamangus, and there'll probably be a couple of thousand bikes on that. It's a yearly run that we do for a kid that died, Rob. Um, Yeah, that'll be a nasty ride. It's called Kank Corruption, and we're definitely going to corrupt the fucking kank on that ride.
0: And while we do want to pay our respects to the dearly departed Rob, we have no joke there. I wrote nothing for that one. Uh, We do want to say thank you to the hashtag legend for yet another wonderful interview. So from Peter Pod, Gretchen, Will in the back, we do want to say thank you once again for listening to Let's Do. Sounds good. Thank you. This has been episode 24's edition of Let's Do. All right, folks, that is our episode for tonight. Hopefully you enjoyed episode 24. Thank you again. Big shout out to the hashtag legend. We always love talking to you. It's always a fucking great story. So from Peter Pod Gretchen say bye Gretchen. Bye. And will in the back. That's right folks. You have an amazing night. This has been the Peter Pod Network and get the fuck out of here. Go outside. Do something.